So going to be talking about um, overcoming the world. One of the things that we got to remember is, so, so when Jerry was saying that, oh, that so what message, that, that so what message is, that is a way of thinking that actually overcomes the world. Because the world's way of thinking is a way that actually tells you that unless you uh, you can have a so what attitude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, and you don't gotta, right? And this is a text that says that first John five, let's start from verse um, one. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And whoever loves the father loves the child born of him. Understand one thing. When we start talking about a belief, we are talking about a reality, something that someone really believes from their heart. It's internalized. So we're not talking about um, a doctrine. You you can't come to me and I say to you, oh, just go and believe this, what's on this sheet. This this is what we believe. This apart, just go and believe this. So that that would not be belief. That would be more mental assent. That would be something in your head. So when this says that whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, right? It's talking about who truly trusts that in their heart, that truly believes that in their heart, that I believe that reality, that Jesus is the Christ. And this is what it will do. This is what will happen when you believe in Christ. See, here's the thing, right? There is a lot of people in this world do not want Christianity because, quite frankly, there's a lot of people that have a mental ascent in their, their mind, but they don't truly have belief. And we're going to pray at the end of this message to make sure that everyone has it. So, as I said, belief is a trust that is in your heart. It's there. It's full all the time, whereas mental ascent is more of a thought, an idea in your mind. Yeah, I should believe it, but I, I really don't. In other words, this thing about Christ stays in your head. It's not really in your heart. Isn't it a great example of mental ascent? Peter, Peter, when he denied Christ, that's a great example of him not really believing what he professed to believe. And when Peter has real faith, when it's truly in his heart, is we know from extra biblical literature, he said when he was being crucified, Peter was, was martyred in Rome when he was being crucified. I, I'm not worthy to die like my Lord. That is real belief. People will tell you what they think they believe, 
but their actions will show you what they really believe. And so and it's okay. It's listen, it's okay. We're just dying out to have literal faith. What we need to do though is we need to make sure that it's the real thing. The enemy will get us convinced that we have something in our hearts when it's really in our heads. You know, it's like counterfeit faith. It's a lie of the enemy. It's almost like those people, I watched a documentary on this guy who was going all over the states passing this counterfeit money, right? And in this uh, documentary, Sunday was like a Netflix um, uh, things. And in this documentary, it was the uh, the FBI were told, oh yeah, we know, yeah, that batch of counterfeit, it belongs to this guy. Yeah, no, that's someone else's. I was even just thinking, wow, they've got it almost down to a science, but it's still a counterfeit, right? This belief. This is why one of the one of the 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 uh, biggest hindrances that the enemy brings to us are different things to believe in. Different things to believe in. He is in religion up to his eyeballs, really, up to his eyeballs. Many people have taken uh, focus off the vertical. Now it's on the horizontal. Now it's political men. You know, it will be over, over there one minute, over there the next minute. Paul even talks about in the last days, right? In the last days, how people want to have their ears tickled. It's, it won't be the real thing. It's, you know what it's going to be? Make me feel good right now. You know, come, make me feel good right now. You know, give me an emotional boost. Real faith. This is what real faith is. So it says, whoever is born of God, uh, loves the father, loves the child born of him. By this we know we love the children of God. When we love God and observe his commandments. This is a test of now your real faithful. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. And it's okay if they are a little bit now, it just needs more growth. I just want to make sure everyone is on the right path for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith our faith you know stephanie made a statement that she didn't care about uh uh covid you've overcome the world now you have overcome the world you know what really what real overcoming the world and what real christian faith should do real christian faith should cause you not to be that bothered about anything going on here you know why because you've got someone somewhere over there to go to you have someone over there to go to so it should cause you not to be that bothered about what's happening here you know why because you know in your heart you've overcome the world you know why in your heart you know that the Lord went on and prepared a place for you. You know that. 
So you know that there's a place for you. Nobody, nobody wouldn't mind being evicted out of their apartment if they have a mansion to go to, right? You wouldn't care, right? So you know, you know that you've got something better. That's the real victory. That's what belief does, is that when you know, when you've got that big picture assurance in your heart of over there, you don't so much care about what goes on over here. And, and Paul said, there's a crown of righteousness laid up for me. Paul knew he was going to be beheaded. I mean, that's not to somebody that you have to, you have to know that there's a bigger picture ahead for you in order to be able to absorb that now. And that's really what faith should do. That's what believing in the eternal should do. It's very, very practical. It's knowing that there's a bigger picture ahead of you. And knowing that that bigger picture ahead of you enables to be able to face the day-to-day picture right now. That's what faith should do. It should take away the anxiety. A lot of people, you know why a lot of people have anxiety? Because they don't know what's ahead. They don't know what's ahead. That's why a lot of people have anxiety. A lot of people are depressed because they don't know what's ahead. People people will say uh, things all the time that they don't believe. Oh, yeah, he's in a better place. He's in a better... No, that's just something that they feel that they should say. They don't believe that most of the time. Just something that they feel that they should say. Really think, how do they believe that? When he didn't believe in anything, they don't really believe in, in anything. Where does that come even come from? No, it's just something that they say. Almost like you go to a person and say, you're a good person. Yeah, I'm a good person. Yeah, please. It's just something that they feel that they should say. Are you spiritual? Yeah, I'm spiritual, even though they don't even know what that means. It's just something that they say. What I am talking about is I am talking about real assurance. There are people, nothing in this world can give you assurance. There's a lot of people who actually say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll have a lot of assurance. You know what? When I'm wealthy and all of that. Let me tell you, some of the most anxious people, and I was in the finance business, some of the anxious people are people with money. You know what they're anxious about? Losing it. Losing it. I'm telling you, losing it. Don't think that, oh, you get to, there's nothing in this world that can give you this security. You have to go out of the world for it. This is why it says, look, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith, not our money, not our education, not where we live. Not the family that we come from. Look at royal family. This is most, one of the most dysfunctional families on the planet. Really. It's nothing. It doesn't matter. It's a oh, our, our aristocracy or oh, our bloodline. Please. No. There's nothing, nothing whatsoever that can give you this assurance except this belief in your heart. That will give you a confidence. And you know, it changes 
your life. It gives you the ability to be able to sleep, to be able to be energized, to be able to be more productive. I have people who have mansions, so many bedrooms, they can hardly count them. They can't get to sleep in any of those bedrooms. What good are they? Can't get to sleep in any of them. They're so anxious. Really? Oh, who's coming for me? Oh, who wants, it? Who wants this for me? Oh, what's going on? There are people whose families are fighting over their money before they've even died. Before they've even died. Really? Our victory is outside of this world. It's the faith. But once you've got this faith from outside of this world, it enables you to then conquer this world. That's it. Jesus has overcome this world. You know, one time, I never, I looked at life. My life was so tragic and so traumatized. Let me tell you something. It was a gift. If I could have just, just faded into non-existence quietly, oh, that would have been a gift for me. And that's how I was looking at life really, because there was nothing to look forward to. This faith is a very practical thing. It gives you the ability to overcome on a day-to-day -day basis what's going on. It's not even like you won't have problems. Yes, you will have problems, but they won't affect you at all. I'm telling you, they will not affect you at all whatsoever. Really, as I said, really never. I, one time I worried about everything. Now I worry about nothing. As I said, if a worry comes for a fleeting moment, I treat it like a hotel. Check in, check out. In, out. Really. My son said, Dad, you don't really worry about anything. That's the face. We got to get to the point where nothing bothers us. In this world, we'll have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. We have this attitude, almost like we need to do, we need Starus. No, we need this. We need that to overcome the world. No, no. You don't fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. You need to get something else outside of this world to be able, something else has proven to overcome this world and it's Christ's victory. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was made manifest to destroy the work of the devil. First John three, verse eight. First John three, verse eight. In fact, I wanna even read this. Uh, as they say, um, the one who practices sin is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning, the Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. Let me go to 1 John 4, verse 4. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Who is in you? Christ. How is Christ in you? By faith. Therefore, it's that faith that has enabled you to overcome the world because Christ is the one that's overcome the world. Faith is your conduit to connect to Christ. And because Christ has overcome the world, and because Christ is in you, you've overcome the world. So greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. So we 
do not go out into the world to try to get something from the world to overcome the world. No. So that would be like going and getting the lesser you know, while you've got the greater. No, we get the, the greater in, in us who is in us to overcome the lesser in the world, not the other way around. Many of us have been doing it the other way around. The enemy has been getting us running around, running around, running around for the lesser, right? When we have the greater inside of us. And that is what we have to see is that if Christ has overcome the world, which he did, as I said, sin, sin, self, Satan, death, all of it, he's overcome our connection. If we have true faith, if we have true, true belief, then that true belief will give us connection to that true victory in overcoming the world. And if it's true faith, you'll have a supernatural peace. You won't have to worry about anything because it's all overcome. Here's the thing. If you have faith in your heart, really, that the, the fears that come from problems are just your reaction because of your experience in the world. So now is what you got to say to yourself. You know, as anybody, very rarely, I've, if I, you know something, I have never, ever, ever heard, never, ever heard of an alarm going off and somebody stealing that car. Typically, it's a false alarm, right? We alarms go off all the time. Alarms go off in the street all the time. Wind depend on the sensitivity to the alarm, right? That's how we have to look at the worry that the enemy brings to us. No, we have to tell ourselves, no, this is just a false alarm. Really, this is just my reactivity because of my old experience when I didn't have anything to look forward to, right? And I still got those old thoughts that trigger those old responses. And I just have to tell myself that, you know what? That alarm that's going off, nobody's breaking in here. No, it's just an old response because of an old experience. But I have got the greater who is in me. So because the greater who is in me now, I just tell my mind, I redirect that thought, nothing to worry about. In fact, do you know something? I never, when I hear an alarm going off, you know, I never ever go to the window. Oh, who's breaking into that car? Nobody really, very few people do, really. Because most of the time they know it's a false alarm. And when you see that worry and that alarm going off in your mind, no, this is a false alarm. You know why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. That's what you have to tell yourself. And you know what? When you start telling yourself that, you watch how quickly you start calming down. When you start telling yourself that, you watch how quickly panic, depression, anxiety, fear, all of that stuff goes away. 
just know it's a false alarm. I mean, some of these streets, and you imagine downtown, working downtown, there's an alarm going off downtown for all the time. You know, people will be forever in their windows, really. There's buses going by, right? Depending on the sensitivity of the alarm system, because a lot of these alarms now are based on sensors. Wind can make an alarm go off, right? I mean, come on. But the same thing too. We are sensitive to our old experiences and things trigger us all the time. When that worry goes off, you know what? Greater is, in, is either to me than either is in the world. When that worry goes off, my faith has given me the victory to overcome the world. So I can be peaceful now. You have got to have that peaceful mind. You've got to have that peaceful sense of self now based on your eternity later so you can produce your maximum productivity now. It's very, very, very essential because it robs from you. If you are alarmed, you're not using your mind. In fact, your mind's resources are being sucked away on things that are not even real. They are mythical. Imagine if I was trying to relax in certain streets, right? Trying to watch a movie, trying to relax, uh, do something relaxing. And every time the alarm went up, boom, are we up? Boom. Every, every minute, boom. I mean, we just had a really, really bad storm, right? Alarms going off all over the place. We had a storm three days. Is it three days? I think it was, right, uh, Sandy? From Monday to about, uh, in fact, actually, technically, the rain really just stopped yesterday since the beginning of the week, right? I mean, really, imagine the amount of alarms that were going off. Boom, 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 boom. It would wear you out being hypervigilant. That's why I'm saying your face gives you confidence in the victory that Christ gave you and the promise that is coming to you so that you can have peace right now. That's what we have to understand. Don't let the enemy get you to think, oh no, you'll have peace when you get to heaven. You have chaos now. No, 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 no. You have peace right now. In fact, Jesus even said it. John 16, verse 33, in this world, you'll have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome this world.